0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of BBP News and another episode of Eye on the Ball. We're back for another week's sports show, and this one's going to be interesting, all right? Because I have some things to fix, some things to predict. Hopefully, I'm going to redeem myself after last week's absolute debacle of uh, MLB predictions. I went 0 for 6. I gave myself a pity quarter of a point at the end. So that it could look the slightest smidge better, sort of. (laughs) But this week, I'm looking to redeem myself. I'm looking to, I mean, just give me two. Give me two. That's all I ask for. Can we do that? Well, let's find out. Let's jump right into it. We have some other things to talk about later as well. So we will get to everything here. But we start out with last week's predictions, of course, and we're not starting off on a good note as we have the Brewers and the Blue Jays. And I said that the Brewers would take this one on the road two games to one, but it ended up being the Blue Jays series. They took it two to one themselves. And really, it's just so hard to predict the Blue Jays, y'all. It really is. They are so streaky. And really, this goes for the Brewers, too. These two teams are so streaky. They go back and forth so much. They have very similar records, I do believe. Uh, so it's just very hard to tell which way a series like this is going to go. And so I went with the Brewers. I thought their pitching would hold up. And I thought it would be a little more convincing. And really, I thought their offense would be a little more convincing as well. But it was not to be. So that, that was a failed prediction. I just want to take one second to check these two teams records. So Blue Jays are 33 and 28. And the Brewers who are in second now, by the way, the pirates have come back and taken first and the uh, Brewers are 32 and 28. So again, very similar records between these two. And the only difference is that the Blue Jays have played one more game and gotten a win. So, um, very similar teams right now. And so a very tough one to predict. But we move on here to the Phillies versus the Mets. Probably my worst prediction of the week. As I said, the Phillies would take this one 2-1. to one. Now, I had no true reasoning for this one. Again, these two teams just haven't been good. They haven't been playing spectacular baseball. In fact, the entire NL East hasn't been great. I mean, the Braves have been pretty decent. You know they're thirty five and twenty four, but then the best team otherwise is the Marlins, who are five games above five hundred. So, you know, not no team has been great besides the Braves, I guess. Uh, but the Mets just dominated this series, dominated the Phillies, took this series three games to zero, a sweep. So we move. Two, prediction number three, the Twins versus the Astros. Can I get something correct? Can I please start getting things right? Because right now, I'm 0 for 8. I'm 0 for 8. Put that pity quarter of a point aside from the end of last week's. I'm 0 for 8. Can I please break the streak? I can. I did. I win. I'm happy. I got one right. The Twins versus the Astros... And the Twins win the series 2-1 to one, the way I predicted. The only thing that was different about my prediction in terms of what actually happened was that I said that the Twins would win game number two. And the Astros would have to avoid the sweep on Wednesday. But that did not happen. Joe Ryan actually faltered for basically the first time this season. And got smacked around by the Astros only for Hunter Brown to do the same thing the next day for the Astros got smacked around and the twins took game number three in the rubber game. So it actually turned out to be a very interesting series, a very exciting series. And the Astros falter for the first time in, in a little while, honestly, they've been playing so well lately, but a bit of a falter for them there, which means a, good series prediction for me and I break my 0-4 streak <laughs> my 0 for eight can we never do that again please but now we move into the second half of the week can I continue to do well and yes I can Yankees versus Dodgers I had this one going in the Yankees favor two games to one and I got this one correct you guys and boy do I feel lucky for this Because in the first game, the Yankees got smacked around. Luis Severino came into this one and just could not solve this Dodgers lineup and got smacked around for six runs in the first inning. It was not pretty. And the the Dodgers ended up taking that game very comfortably. It was hardly a contest. Though, Josh Donaldson, Giancarlo Stanton, and Tommy Canely came back for the Yankees to start the series. Josh Donaldson had two home runs and Stanton had one of his own. So, and Canely pitched a clean inning as well. So it's nice to see these players come back off the injured list and be productive right away. Even if it is in a loss, You know, even if, even if they didn't win the game, even if it wasn't even close to see these players come in and immediately be productive and immediately try to help the team. It's amazing to see. It's great to watch. I always love seeing that no matter who the team is. Really, I love when an injured player can come back and immediately just be helpful to the team offensively, defensively on the pitchers mound. Doesn't matter. It's great to watch. But a second prediction correct for me. Let's make it three in a row. And we do. We make it three in a row with probably my boldest prediction from last week. The Mariners versus the the Rangers. As I have the Rangers sweeping this this one three games to zero. And that's exactly what happened. And not only that. Not only did the Rangers sweep it, but they dominated They dominated the Mariners. It wasn't even close. The final score to this series across three games was 30 to nine. 30 to nine. The Rangers ended up winning a close one in the first two games or two to zero, not two games, two to zero. And then on Saturday, really just opened the floodgates won 16 to six. This offense is ridiculous, and they continued it on Sunday, winning 12 to 3. Insane. The Rangers actually made history with this series as they have scored. I, I don't remember the exact record off the top of my head. I wish I had remembered to write this down for this, but they have scored 10 or more runs in the first 58 games of the series. The most since any team since 1900. Since 1900. That is an insane stat. This Rangers team is so much fun to watch. They're incredible. They're absolutely incredible to watch. And I can't wait to see what else they do. This is a playoff team for sure. There's no way absolutely no way they miss out on the playoffs and I'm actually gearing them to finish in first. I am calling them to finish in first. It's a change from my original prediction. And once we do go back and look at the original predictions at the end of the year, you know, I will look at my actual prediction for the Rangers from that episode, but I I am calling the Rangers to win the, the AL West At this point, even with the Astros playing some red hot baseball, they're on fire. I think the Rangers are just going to keep pace and they're going to stay ahead throughout the entire season. I don't think they wear out. Not one bit. But uh, I got my last prediction for the week. uh, Incorrect. Excuse me. Incorrect. As the D-backs lost to the Braves two games to one. I had the D backs winning that two games to one. The Braves, another one that are kind of tough to predict at this point, they are 11 games over 500. So they're playing well. So oftentimes I do like to, you know, call a victory for them, but they they've been a little streaky this season. They're getting kind of lucky to be honest, that the Mets and all the other teams in the NL East are struggling so horribly. You know, the Mets on paper should be pulling away in first right now. The Phillies were two games away from winning the World Series last year. Doing horribly by comparison. So, you know, it's just one of those things that I feel the Braves are lucky to be in first right now. And they lost this or they won this series. They won this one two to one over the D-backs. But I got three out of six correct this week. I bounced back a little bit. I'll take the 50%. And hopefully next week, I'm going to be bold. Four correct. Let's go. Four correct. That is what I'm going for. So let's look at what I have for this week. What is going to get me a four out of six? What is going to get me a positive win rate? What is going to give me that 66, that passing grade? Well, we start out with the Twins versus the Rays. And I have the Rays sweeping this one three games to zero. The Rays have been dominant at home. The Twins, while they do play well from time to time, and they are technically in first in the AL Central, the Rays are just too good. On the pitching side, on the offensive side, I fear that they're going to tear this Twins team to shreds. It's going to be an ugly three games for Minnesota and they're going to have to deal with a sweep. That series starts tonight. I have no idea how this one's going to turn out. I have no helpful hints from a game on Monday because I am recording this Tuesday morning. So we'll see how all of it goes. But I, I fear that the twins are going to be shred to pieces in this one. Next, we have the Mets versus the Braves. Some NL East action here. Can the Mets recover a little bit and pull back closer to the Braves in the standings a little bit? No, I don't think so. I think the Braves are going to pull another game ahead by winning this series two games to one. I I just don't see the Mets taking this series. Atlanta, they'll be at home. You know, they've had a bit of a rough time lately, but still playing very well at the same time. Again, they're streaky. That's all it is, is that they're just streaky. They're very back and forth, but they've been playing better than they've been, you know, they've been playing better. Those streaks have been better than they have been negative. So... I'm going for a Braves victory in this series. Two games to one. Definitely no sweep. I think the Mets will definitely take a game in this one. And we might see a rubber game on Thursday. But it's going to be a fun series to watch. No doubt about that. And the only series that I have any kind of indication for, the Astros versus the Blue Jays. And I want to take a second to stop and just talk about Alec Manoa. Because the Astros dominated game one beating Alec Manoa once again and I really want to understand what in the world happened between 2022 and 2023 for Alec Manoa let's go through his stats real quick I do have them pulled up so let's go through 2022 here in let's see in 31 games and starts, Manoa went 16-7 and with a 2.24 ERA. Let's get to his other important stats. In 196 and two-thirds innings, he gave up only 144 hits. So, 50 less hits. Over 50 less hits than innings pitched. 51 walks on 180 strikeouts. So... More than a 3-to-1 ratio. In fact, almost a 4-to-1 ratio between strikeouts and walks. Very, very good. Batters hit 202 off of Manoa in 2022. And he had a whip of 0.99. And in that time, he gave up 55 runs, 49 of which were earned. An incredible 2022. He was lights out. And then we get to 2023 in 13 games and starts. He's one in seven with a 6.36 ERA, 6.36, more than four points higher than in 2022 in 58 innings. He's given up 68 hits. 45 runs, 41 of which were earned. These stats are ridiculous. Already given up 42 walks, only has 48 strikeouts. And batters are hitting 289 off of him, and he has a 1.90 whip. Manoa, what happened? I hope he figures it out. There's still plenty of the season left. But right now, Alec Manoa has completely lost it. He doesn't have command. He doesn't have the strikeouts anymore. Batters are just barreling him up. He's given up. Let's see. Where's his home run total? He's given up 11 home runs on the season already. After giving up 16 last year. Like, he's already pushing 2022's numbers for runs, walks, and home runs. It's it's sad to watch and I hope he does recover because Alec Manoa, when he has it figured out, is an elite pitcher. Just set and done. He is an elite pitcher when he has his stuff together. But this one was rough. Another loss for the Blue Jays and Manoa. And I think the Astros will win this series three games to one. We move into the second half of the week, and I have the Yankees Red Sox facing off for the first time this season. And I really want to predict a Yankee sweep, but I'm not going to. And one of the only reasons I'm not going to is because of the injuries. The Yankees are about to lose Nesser Cortez, it looks like. He was set to undergo an MRI uh, yesterday or today for a shoulder injury in his pitching shoulder. And it looks like he'll be headed to the IL. And that is a huge blow for the Yankees. Now, I'm trying to figure out whether he would have pitched in the Red Sox series, but either way, The Yankees still have some major injuries to this team. And they've been playing very well despite those injuries. So they're going to take this series. But the Red Sox will pull a game back. Next we have the Reds versus the Cardinals. Probably the series I'm most excited about. Because I want to see where these two teams are. The Cardinals have definitely been playing a little better lately. But still not playing well. They're still in last in the NL Central. A team that many predicted, including myself, to finish first and comfortably is still in last this deep into the season. Over 60 games into the season, 61 games in, and they are in last behind the Reds. The Reds are actually in third. The Reds have actually pushed their way into third in the NL Central. And so I want to see, can they take down this Cardinals team? Can they win this series? And I think they can, and I think they will. Two games to one is my prediction because I just don't think the Cardinals have it. They have not been good enough to warrant the series win against the Reds. The Reds have actually been more impressive. It's sad to see what has happened to this this Cardinals team, and I hope, I really hope they find a way to recover and bounce back. But just to note, I said it earlier, but the Pirates are in first now. So, incredible for them. And we close it out with the Rangers going to Tampa Bay to face the Rays. And despite my talk earlier with the Twins series about the Rays being dominant at home, I think this is going to be a wake-up call for them. This Rangers team is ridiculous offensively. And while the Rays pitching is pretty good, I don't think it's going to survive against this Rangers offense. I like the Rays pitching but it's about to be torn to shreds just like they're about to do to the twins. They're about to face it coming back the other way. The Rangers are going to sweep this one three games to zero, and it's going to be a high scoring matchup. This one is going to be fun to watch. Don't miss out on that. Don't miss out on that series. you All if you are casual fans of the sport tune into that one because something tells me it's going to be a run fest. So those are my predictions. Again, I'm looking for four out of six on those. But let's move forward here. I've got a couple other things to touch on. I just want to mention uh, with the NBA playoffs, the finals, it is currently tied one game to one. The Heat ended up taking game two after being smacked around a little bit in game one. So that series is remaining close. And game 3 we'll see who takes, uh, who takes the lead. Who's going to pull ahead and try to shut down this series and win the NBA title. That'll be fun to watch, no doubt about it. But let's continue moving forward. I don't have much else to say on that. So we're going to move across the pond for for the last few minutes here. And I have one thing to correct myself on. Because when I looked at my predictions for the top four in each of the top five leagues in Europe... I looked a little too early on some of them. A couple couple of the leagues still had games to play. Now, this actually only ended up affecting one result that I talked about last week. So, the English Premier League, the Bundesliga, Serie A, and La Liga were all still correct. But, where there was a change was in the French League, Ligue 1 where only fourth place changed. So I said last week that Lille had made the top four and would be getting Europa League football. But this ended up being incorrect as they still had a game to play in the French League. And it actually ended up finishing with Lille getting knocked out of the top four and replaced by Rennes. So the top four in League 1 ended up being PSG, Len, Marseille, and Rennes. So a very, very interesting change up there. I would not have expected Rennes to knock Lille out of the Europa League spots, or at least out of the top four. I think they do get two Europa League spots. I can't pull it up quickly. If I could, I'd double check that, but nope ren did take top four so congratulations to them though for actually making that uh but pretty typical top four I'd say in in France there I mean Len is the huge change they are the underdog there and they get Champions League football which is incredible in itself and then but Marseille being in third and probably making the Champions League doesn't shock me at all But I have one more thing to predict. And that is the Champions League final. Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Will Man City finally get their hands on the treble? Will they finally get their hands on the Champions League trophy? Do they finally get the trophy that has eluded them for so long since the takeover? No. I don't think they do. Man City has a tendency to collapse in games like this. In massive games where it's all on the line. I just never feel like they have it. Pep Guardiola, as much of a technical mastermind as he is, No matter how great his tactics are, he seems to slip up. He did it against Chelsea when Chelsea won the Champions League. Guardiola messed with the system. And it failed. And I think it'll happen again. However, I think this one's going to be dramatic. This one's going to penalties. Inter are going to force... Manchester City into penalties. 2-2 will be the score at the end of extra time. And they'll go to penalties. And Inter will win it. 6-5. That is my prediction. Inter Milan, out of seemingly nowhere, will win the Champions League. And it's going to be incredible to watch. That'll take place on Saturday the 10th. And you know I'm going to be tuning into that game. That is going to be such a fun game to watch. And I urge you guys to watch it too. Because it's going to be amazing. But that is the end of this episode of Eye on the Ball. We'll be back here tomorrow morning with an episode of idiots in the news be sure to catch the clubhouse room later today link in the show notes to the house and we'll talk about more sports news we'll talk about predictions it'll be a great time don't miss out on that y'all but we'll see you guys tomorrow morning for idiots in the news have a great rest of your tuesday we'll see you soon bye guys